Oh, it's your favorite time of the week. All your work is done, and it's time to relax. So come, grab some friends, and let's get lit and join the rotation. You are now in the rotation with Suncoast Normal. We are your host, your Suncoast Normal Executive Board, and we say it's time to legalize it. And it is a time to get ready to, for a great weekend. But we have a very special episode of the rotation for you listening live at home. So let's get ready to jump into the rotation. So, you know, it is uh, very awesome and an honor to be able to bring you this special episode of The Rotation today because we actually have someone who has been making waves through the political headlines over the last, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know uh, month. And that is uh, Carla Hernandez-Motz, who is the lieutenant governor candidate uh, for the Democratic Party uh, in Florida. And so, Carla, welcome uh, to The Rotation. Happy to have you in. Listen, I am super pumped so much. It's always a pleasure to you know be here and get to talk to the community and people about issues. Of- well, we are we are so happy to have you. You know, um, when it comes to uh, you know the community and that we represent, um, you know, it, with uh, medical marijuana patients and, and cannabis users uh, in the state of Florida, um, you know, people are really politically active and they want to hear uh, from candidates. They want to you know uh, have candid conversations around the issues that are important to them. And so we're very happy to have you join us today. Um, for those of you who may not know, I'm gonna do quick introductions. I am our executive director, Christopher Cano. Um, I'm here in the D.C. area right now. And then, of course, uh, back in our home studio in Ybor City at Chillum uh, Mushroom and Hemp Dispensary after re- re- and Glass Gallery <laughs> is our Deputy Director, Carlos Armida. Carlos, how are you doing today? Doing good, doing good. We're very busy with, with everything going on with the mushrooms right now, but uh, happy to take some time to come in. I literally, like, stopped helping customers to come in and talk to our, our new Lieutenant Governor, so I'm the luckiest man in the world. You know, I I love how you speak that into existence, right? Like, this is going to be our next lieutenant governor. Has Uh, to be. Has to be. Because, uh, you know, for the past four years, uh, we have seen an an administration uh, that has really left people behind. And and it, it's sad, you know. Ron DeSantis's administration has four years to get our medical marijuana system running to where sick people can get safe access to affordable medicine. That is not the reality that patients are facing today. And a lot of other things seem to have taken up his attention. And a lot of it is political theater. We saw it when uh, he pulled together Matt Gates and John Morgan several years ago, and he was doing political theater over the right to us to to have smokable flour in the state of Florida as patients. But since then, we've we've haven't heard a peep from him. As a matter of fact, he says he can't stand the smell of the marijuana flour, which he so uh, wanted to to have legalized. And instead, what we have seen is political theater from him 
time and time again, whether it's, um, you know, bashing USF students for wanting to be safe and wear masks at one of his press conferences, or more recently, right. illegally human trafficking uh, refugees from Venezuela, from Texas, using Florida dollars and shipping them up to Massachusetts. And I, I got to say, Carla, you know, uh, 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 Carlos, myself, you all are all descendants of immigrants, uh, you know, all, all Latinos in the state of Florida. How did that make you feel when you saw that? Listen, it was um, very bad, you know, one of the things that makes Florida so amazing is that we're so diverse, you know, population is made of immigrants and, and you know, we come here, my parents came here uh, uh, to give me this American dream and make sure that I gave back to the community as well, which is why I became, see what he's doing and wasting taxpayer dollars doing it. I mean, 12. Line item that he put in his budget this year, so that he can play games with people's lives. That he is the leader of the state of Florida. It's horrible that he acts in this. The amount of hate that he has. Fifty immigrants that are seeking, running um, a country that is authoritarian that doesn't provide them with the things that they need, and they're coming here them on a plane, spent tax dollars for political stunt and you know um you know in the 1960s there was something called the reverse freedom rights where racist would send african-american families to the north um promising them on housing and jobs and very much very similar to what happened with the venezuelans you know it's all to sign for us i mean this man has no ideas he has no one if he's antiquated and he's trying to take us back, not, not just with his immigration policies and these, also with how he thinks he can treat women when he wants to take away our, our freedoms uh, and about our bodies with their families. And so, you know, we have to fight for women's uh, choice for immigrants. We have to fight for cannabis. I mean, there's so many things that are on the line. And we know that he's, you know, he's neglecting communities. He's He's trying to distract us with, uh, you know, things that aren't, we talk about real, real issues, like affordability. Affordability is another big topic. So I'm thrilled to kind of, people, I'm going to take you on the road. <laughs> We're going to do this more often. Uh, but yeah, you know, now there's a lot that the community needs to know about. So Carlos, you know, um, I know you always bring a, a non-political point of view, but as you, see, you become more and more frustrated with the, you know, how you see politicians treat medical marijuana as a political football, what are your thoughts on the Ron DeSantis administration over the past four years? I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, here's the thing is that I, I find myself as a business owner, I really do find myself uh, economically thinking uh, more conservative than most people. And I hate that if we're going to vote for economic policy, we have to fucking deal with somebody that's like so rude, so obviously evil, so like, I, it, it, Carla, we, I, I, I spoke to you about uh, my ethnicity that I'm Cuban earlier earlier in the show and like as you know a lot of Cubans are for DeSantis and my father uh, is loves me and my sister so much my sister my sister's a lesbian and yet 
my father is absolutely convinced that Ron DeSantis is for homosexual rights. And he's absolutely convinced that Ron DeSantis is going to legalize marijuana. And like, there's co cognitive dissonance there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you've got to, you, you're fighting logic, essentially. You're fighting illogical people. Like, you're, you got to get illogical people on your side. And my, yeah. my thing is, is like, this is why we need Charlie Chris, and this is why we need you as, as, as Lieutenant Governor, and this is why we need um, to change things here in Florida because like these people are, are controlling us without thinking, without yeah. any real reasoning behind it, you know, through scare, scare tactics and rhetoric. And we need somebody logical in there. And like, I, I, I don't know what, what is your plan? Like, how, how do you get, uh, like, I don't, I don't want to talk shit about conservative people. I've kind of been doing that already, um, but I mean, how, how, Carla, Carla, can you tell me how can you get some, somebody that's suffering from cognitive dissonance to want to make the right choice and uh, vote for marijuana legalization by voting the right administration in? We voted for marijuana legalization in this country uh, or in the, in, in the state. We voted for medical marijuana in the state at a record number, and we still haven't really gotten it, you know? We've got it in a pricey system, and like, how can we get the right people in to control our marijuana system? That's a great question, and you know, you're absolutely right. There is cognitive dissonance and deep, and it's also very methodical. Um, I don't know how aware you are in our school board and school board races, but think about this, and and this is something that that's a Cuban community because we know that the Cuban community has been fleeing communism, come here to the United States and, you know, has been a, a very important part of, of a lot of community development and, you know, just the prosperity of our, of our state. But acts like a wannabe dictator, his, his tyrannical attitude, the uh, communities, um, the way he treats people, his cruel and inhumane um, but not only that, I, I want to give you, and especially maybe this is a talking point that you can share with your your family members and other folks that you know. He is on a rampage. Um, this is what happened in Cuba, right? You keep communities yeah. from knowing, ignorant communities, right? You make sure that there is not access to knowledge. Um, he's My I'm sorry to cut you off, Carla, but my father was put was a political prisoner in Cuba. He was put in prison for 11 days simply for saying, "I don't know this Castro guys that that you know like he said something to to that effect. I don't know this Castro guys all that he's he said he was, right? He just said that at work one day and he was thrown in prison for 11 days. Like I'm not I'm not saying that uh, Honestly, I, I've read what communism is, and I know that what's happening in, in Cuba isn't exactly communism. It's more of a totalitarian system. And that's what DeSantis is trying to do. Instead of saying, um, you know, this DeSantis guy, like, you can't say gay in school. You, you know what I mean? They're burning books. Like, you know, the guy has his own police force. Like, what's going on? I'm sorry to cut you off. You no, you're absolutely right. That's part of the conversation. You know, I think that that's exactly what all like 
secret police uh, where he's arresting people who thought they had the right to do something. He told them that they had this right. Um, you know, he's banning books. He's censoring. He doesn't want us to treat, to, to teach with authenticity and, and truth. And, you know, the characteristics of things that have happened even in, in Cuba. And, you know, I think that if people understand he's doing his position on things, how's, how he, he is oppressing people, he gerrymandered two African-American congressional districts this legislative session. That means, wow, these are two, two African-American congressional districts that can no, no longer have our voting block to re represent them. Um, he, he doesn't want people to have power. Um, you know, Andrew, uh, when, when well, he's removed people, he's removed the, the, the sheriff, school board members. Again, these are all types of dictatorial types and actions. Um, that we've seen in the past in Nicaragua, in Cuba. And I think that if you are able to have a conversation like that with your family, you know, with folks from, um, you know, Central and South America, the Caribbean, that are here as refugees, you know, justice, and of course, you know, the American dream, I think it makes a lot of sense if you just point, we didn't catch these things when we were living in these countries. Let's not mess it up let's make sure that we things as they're happening right now and that we see the red flags um but you know it really is um and he, we know that he does not um he's he does not like gay people the lgbtq plus community he was very um fo focused on making sure that and it's having the exact effect um that he, he expected it to have um two weeks ago in Miami-Dade County Public Schools, a resolution that has passed every year, October, as LGBTQ History Month. That's all it is. It's always been that way. We've all of a sudden, this year, it failed. There was only one school board member that voted in favor of it. Everybody. So, you know, teachers who have worked so hard to, you know, not only give children the, the best access to, you know, high-quality education, have wanted to make sure that their class, that every child, no matter their ethnicity, their zip code, their, their gender, their race, get access to you know high quality education and feel safe. And now we're that we can't keep you know we can't create safe spaces for children, and it's horrible. If you treat children, treat public education in that manner, uh, where you're taking things from from people, you're taking away funding public education, you have to know that the person not only is number one wrong and what are what the priorities are of that person are obviously not in line with building community. And so, so um, I think that those are real conversations that you, you can have and that, you know, other people in, in our So Carla, we know that you, you and Charlie are the right people for the job. We know DeSantis isn't. Um, what is it? Once you guys, not if, once you guys are elected, right? Uh, what are you guys going to do to reform the marijuana movement here in Florida? Well, look, um, you know, we want to make sure that it is fully legalized. Um, we think yeah. that folks should have access, um, you know, to, um, you know, you know, free from pain, 
if it's a medical marijuana card, uh, expunging anybody who's been penalized for something that should have never been, uh, you know, criminally charged. I mean, there's so about, about the system and the prison system and how it's failed black and brown communities. There are things that all communities do, right? And marijuana is one of those things, you know, there's no difference in race. Uh, you know, folks have been using it. Folks need it's part of, you know, just the way of life for a lot of people. And so, you know, not only is it legalized, fully legalized, but that we also help people that have been through no fault of their own. We have to make sure that we expunge that as well. That's awesome, Carla. I don't know if you noticed uh, because we were like smaller boxes just a second ago, but <laughs> Gary's here now. <laughs> yeah, finally. <laughs> oh, geez. What's going on? With Having you? successfully fought Tampa traffic, uh, I'm, I'm finally here. And I'm so glad uh, that, that you're here, Carla, because we, we really do see, uh, first off, Cisa Puente. Absolutely. We, 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 we can do this because uh, it has to be done. I mean, it, it starts out as a, uh, as a political thing, but now it's becoming practically a necessity, especially over the last uh, year. I mean, when DeSantis came into office at the beginning, he had a lot of goodwill. He built up a lot of goodwill. We, we all said, well, maybe he's, he, he is the, the good guy. But as time went on, <laughs> uh, we, we didn't, we didn't see all the videos. Exactly. We didn't see all the videos of him. Uh, in the tea party, I, we saw one the other day where, he, for some odd reason, he was spitting on a disabled person when he was uh, in the tea party. I, these kind of things are, are popping up right now. But wow. he, he talks about freedom, and yet he talks about taking away freedom at the same time. Uh, just for instance, I mean, you were Teacher of the Year in in, in Miami-Dade County. He's a chair, a uh, product of the Broward County School, so you can't blame him for too much. <laughs> I don't even know where I am right now. <laughs> but the, the, the constant saying that, you know, parents should have more say over the curriculum than, than teachers and principals. We're supposed to be teaching your kids and at sometimes teaching the parents too. I've noticed that in a lot of Hispanic communities that <clears throat> the, 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 especially when I was living in Ohio and other, in other places, that Oftentimes the kids would come home from school and they'd tell their parents what they learned at school. And sometimes the parents would learn from that. But here they're saying, no, parents always know more than the teachers do. And I find that to be a, a kind of a dangerous thing, a dangerous way to, to, to place things. And how are we going to get come back from where we are right now, where we have teachers going to school board meetings and telling them, no, this is how you should be teaching our, our kids. These are the things you should be teaching them, even if these things are blatantly false. Gary, thank you so much for that question. Um, I think it's so important what's happening across the entire state. Um, first of all, teachers have always been allies with parents. Know that it takes a village, and that the village is us being allies and working together to improve of our kids, right, of our students, of your babies, and and so you know we. That's why PTAs, have, student associations, have existed because we've always wanted that collaboration and that communication. So it's the idea that you know it doesn't exist or that we don't want it is absurd because tradition that all, all schools have a PTSA. What we're seeing is MAGA extremes are you know far extremist 
groups that are coming into our school boards and um, they're creating disruption because they're trying trying to change the narrative. They don't want to talk about real issues. They want to turn it, turn them into something fantastical. Um, when you have, you're absolutely right, because parents for a long time have been uh, learning with their kids, right? Um, you know, we, we from different uh, countries, from different places, many times they're even learning the language. And so we see, and we saw it in a major way when we were in the middle of the pandemic. And we were on, when we could see the parents, we could see into their homes, we could see them taking notes, we could hear them asking questions, became super, you know, really relevant. But, but you know, we have a, a governor who education. We're 48th out of 50 states, 48th in the nation. And so he wants us to be cheap labor. Um, he doesn't want to give, um, he, he wants to ban books. He wants to censor teachers. I mean, did you know that he does, and he's trying to change the narrative so that we don't say the word slavery, but call it involuntary relocation? I mean, get out of here with that. You know, we're truth tellers. And we have to say the good, the bad, same mistakes that our ancestors have made in this country. And so, um, you know, but because all he's thinking about is being in the White House. That's all he cares about. He's campaigning, he's campaigning because he wants to be in the White House in 2024, and we can't let him do that. So I mobilize. We have to organize. These are our issues. Everybody knows that there's so many things that we get our people out to vote, and we need to do that. It's two weeks. I keep on telling people, absentee ballots, early voting starts in two weeks. Uh, dropping people need to know what the issues are. People need to know who the candidates are that care about their issues, and that we get the message out. I think we should also um, get uh, in more into the churches. I mean, I know that, that, that there's been a kind of a, a sway from the Catholic Church to the evangelical churches, but still, I mean, we we've always had souls to the polls for for many years. But I think that we missed in going into all these iglesias that. How is these people that obviously need to have more education in regards to what is going on and, and who's to vote for when, you, when you're eligible to vote? And, and these people are, are, are just being missed, I think. And we need to get more of them to, uh, to vote. No, I, I think you're, you know, Gary, you're so cute when you speak Spanish. We get into the iglesia. One, one thing that we, we, we really need to address is the fact that the culture wars that Ron DeSantis is looking to lead, it, it goes much farther back than any of us, right? And, and, and the people that he's looking to appeal to are playing this long game. And when I say that is that public education has been the main driver of at least two to three generations in this country where we, we, we don't you know, treat each other with racial hatred. Right. Millennials, I can say, it, it, you know, Gen Xers, Millennials and Gen Z, the, those those three voting blocks are, are the ones, you know, Gen, Gen, Gen Xers had, a, you know, especially the earlier ones dealt with integration of their school system. But, you know, for millennials, for a lot of us born in the 80s, like myself and like Carlos, we didn't grow up with those racial divides. We didn't grow up with with separate water fountains. We didn't, we, you know, at, at most, we, we, you know, we still had forced desegregation through busing. But this long game that they're playing by attacking school boards, by attacking teachers, by attacking public education and attempting to 
reduce the faith that we have in those institutions is 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 just their way of being able to say oh well these things don't work or oh look you know making teachers an enemy is wrong and it, it, it in so many ways infuriates me carly you you as the head of the teachers union you know i i know that 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 must strike you i mean ron DeSantis is anti-union and anti-teacher so i know he's already had two strikes in your book so so tell us a little bit more of a you know, how, how do we combat this long game of, of trying to, you know, really uh, devalue education in the state of Florida and devalue teachers, you know, in which he's trying to do. But at the same time, he loves to take credit for bonuses that he can give to teachers that come from money that Biden sent him. Right. <laughs> right. Right. People that, that we're 48th in the nation in terms of, you know, our teacher pay. Uh, Florida has vacancies. That's 9,000 classrooms without a permanent teacher we're doing permanent self-inflicted wounds he has created that he has made it you know just to to be in a profession that so many people care and honor uh but unfortunately he's like you're saying um and that's why you know charlie's a genius you know he not only has a big and building people up and you know making sure that we're stronger together but you know he also if, if this governor is going to attack education and people who i believe on this earth because teachers are just amazing uh if he's gonna go ahead and attack them then i'm gonna embrace them. an lg who represents people who record who represents a working class who is a who has been a freedom fighter and who cares about education and making sure that kids have a high, high quality education on the ticket and so you know that's what i do i teach and so you know to earlier um you know my, my role is very simple i'm gonna be in full that i teach people about what's on the ballot the issues that we're hearing um the ability right uh, uh, the insurance uh, costs are rising people are being priced out of their homes people are economic issues not, not these fake culture wars uh nobody's indoctrinating children hey like this is all fake stuff that he, he's creating because he has nothing he wants to create fear and fear mongering and play these psychological warfare games with people to address what's really on the ballot and, and you know talking about affordability talking about making uh, and, and make do caps on the, the the rising insurance costs because people are being priced out talks making sure that people understand that we are pro-choice that we want people and autonomy and the freedom to de decide what they're going to do with their bodies um, class citizens uh, these are, are real issues and so you know we have to keep those things on them and you know that's why i'm his running mate because i'm here to talk about issues i'm here to educate folks the right message gets across because we have to support our public schools we have to support our teachers um, and, you know, public education is a democracy of our communities. They're the cornerstone. If we get everything else right, because we're going to build, you know, strong economies, strong children, um, children who, whatever it is that they decide to do, are going to be able to take care of us one way or another. Me and you, but are going to get old. And that means that our kids are going to have to take care of us. You know, um, with you, 
you know, looking to be our next lieutenant governor, you know, people always like to say, you know, you're one heartbeat away from the, you know, from that executive office, from being governor, right? And so um, that being said, I think that there are a lot of issues um, that the governor of Florida can address and should address and bring to the forefront. And and you touched on one in particular about uh, women's right to choose. And so what we're seeing from Ron DeSantis's colleagues in, in neighboring states like Alabama, women who are choosing to utilize medical marijuana while they're pregnant to help them offset uh, some of the, the serious nausea and some of the symptoms that they have with, with difficult pregnancies are being charged and put in jail and in prison for up to 30 years. And so we know that that is just, uh, you know, coming down the pipeline and headed this way, because anytime we've seen a a Republican governor do something, you know, uh, horrible in this country, Ron DeSantis is always there to be like, hold my beer. Let me one up this guy. And so, you know, that is a fear that 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 a lot of people have. And so, you know, these issues are ones that uh, we definitely want to bring to the forefront uh, uh, so that you, you know, possibly as a future governor of Florida can, can tackle and address. But for, for medical patients that we talk to every single day, um, the biggest issues are, of course, the cost of the existing system. And that's been be- because of his administration's failure to give out more licenses. You know, uh, and, and the excuse they used was, oh, well, we got to wait till the black farmer gets the Pickford license. Well, that's finally been granted. So, what you know, the, he needs to hurry up. And, and if I'm not mistaken, there's at least 10 to 15 more licenses that need to be dished out uh, in the state of Florida that his administration has held up for several years now. And it's created this really tight knit, um, you know, cartel like structure where there are, you know, a, literally a handful of companies that control the vast majority of the market share. And we see those same companies writing checks to his administration, writing checks to his reelection, you know, campaign. And, and it's not fair. It's not it's not an open market. It's not, uh, you know, capitalist values. So, you know, when Ron DeSantis says that he's, you know, for small government, it, it, it doesn't seem to translate when it comes to medical marijuana. Yep. Listen, he he speaks out of both ends. Um, obviously, um, doesn't care. Um, you know, he 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 talks about freedoms actually taking away our freedoms. And you know, we know that there's a lot of things. First of all, we are if, if we do what we know is right and we fully legalize marijuana, does it create a revenue? Right? It creates income. It's going to create jobs. It's going to create community. I mean, think about just that from a business point of view. We're going to be able to collect taxes on fun things like public education, right? Like other services that we need in our communities. Decriminalizing something that should have never been criminalized. Um, but then we, when we think, um, you know, women and, you know, look, I was very fortunate that I had two pregnancies, smooth like butter. You know, my kids were awesome when they were in my belly but i know and whatever those medical situations are when a woman needs to make medical decision about her health care it should be given to the woman so that she can make those decisions that goes for everything right that goes for you know the the theme about talking about about abortion use of medical marijuana if it's safe for her and the baby to, to do so because it's safe. So there, there's so many topics. It gets so, you know, you know, there's so much to talk about. But I'm just so hope that you will invite me again because we have a lot to unpack. 
Okay, and I just want to introduce our, our Hispanic host, oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> Mayra, who, who also got stuck in the same kind of traffic. Just yeah. to just, uh, talk for a few moments before you've got to go to your next event and to give us a little sound clip, at least for our, our amigos Latinas, Latinos. So, so, hola, Mayra. Hola, Mayra. Hola, Mayra. Hola, Mayra. Yeah, se escucha como lejos, right? Um, I don't. And and let me let me ask you, do the Spanish version later? Can we do that? Yes, absolutely. Um, I just apologize because I I actually drove all the way from Auburndale to Tampa, Lakeland. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it was like, and I had my baby, and I, I have um uh, have my own business, so. You know what I mean? It was just like, ah, but, Listen, you know. it's all good, good, and I want us to do it. Y quiero que, le sal, que salga bien. The only thing is that I have it that I have to attend. Yeah, but, absolutely. No te quiero, I don't want to, no te quiero dejar embarcar. Claro, claro que sí. Entonces, me encantaría otra vez volver a tenerte en la rotación. La comunidad latina necesita saber um, que tienen a gente apoyándolos claro. en el lo que es cannabis y la legalización del cannabis y bueno sí hay mucho de qué hablar entonces lo hacemos okay okay luego viajes y ya okay adiós and thank you for Julio for 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 uh, for being a fantastic lieutenant for you and we'll, we'll go ahead and do the Hispanic part another day but in the meantime go get to your next event and we're we're with you Thank you. Hasta luego. Tienen buena noche. Oh, yeah. This has been the rotation, and you have been a part of it. You can be a bigger part of it by joining Suncoast Normal. Suncoast Normal is an organization that can help you make the change that we all need. Go to the Suncoast Normal website and become a member because that is how you become part of the change. You can find the Rotation Podcast on both SoundCloud and iTunes, but you can always join us in the Rotation at suncoastnormal.org. At that very website, you can join the cannabis movement by becoming a member of Suncoast Normal. Gain access to cannabis events, cannabis info, Normal's legal network, and even a free membership to National, all by joining Suncoast Normal. That website again is suncoastnorml.org. You can also find us on social media at Suncoast Normal. Uh, find us on both Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And thank you, Gary, and good night. Good night.